Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. He replied to him, Friend, who appointed me as your judge and arbitrator? Then he said to the crowd, Take her to guard against all greed, for though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. Then he told them a parable. There was a rich man whose land produced a bountiful harvest. He asked himself, what shall I do? For I do not have space to store my harvest. And he said, this is what I shall do. I shall tear down my barns and build larger ones. There I shall store all my grains and other goods, and I shall say to myself, Now, as for you, you have so many good things stored up for many years. Rest, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool. This night, your life will be demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? Thus will it be for all who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. The Gospel of the Lord. Uh, Amen was walking on the beach and he finds a bottle with a genie in it. And after the man lets the genie out of the bottle, the genie grants him three wishes. The man says, first, I want $1 billion in a Swiss bank account. Poof, there's a flash of light and a piece of paper with account numbers appears in his hand. And by the way, yes, I did buy a lotto ticket this weekend. (laughs) He continues, next, I want a brand new red Ferrari right here. Poof, there's a flashlight, a flash of light, and a bright red brand new Ferrari appears right next to him. He continues, finally, I want to be irresistible to women. Poof. There's a flash of light, and he turns into a box of chocolates. (laughs) Some women don't like chocolates, but in general, (laughs) all is vanity. (laughs) So the gospel today, as we heard, warns us against the insatiable and selfish pursuit and accumulation of things, of wealth. And St. Paul, in the second reading, tells us to seek instead what is above, not what is on earth. 
to put to death the parts of us that are earthly and put on the new self, which is being renewed in the image of God, our creator. In our daily lives, as you know, we can be tempted to choose an easy life, to rest, to eat and drink, to be merry like the fool in today's gospel. And these temptations falsely promise happiness and trick us into valuing the wrong things. And these things in themselves may be positive, but they can also be made into absolutes and often can become idols, taking that place in our hearts that belong, belongs only to God. And Jesus reminds us that we should seek our fulfillment not in things that will ultimately pass away, but in placing ourselves before God from whom all good things come and recognizing him for who he really is, the only one to whom we can truly say, I adore you, the creator of everything, the Lord of history, our everything, God. There's a story about St. Clare of Assisi and St. Francis of Assisi, which underlines choosing God above all things. Both Francis and Clare were from wealthy families, and Clare found out about Francis and his work and started to follow him and watch him hidden at a distance. When they finally came face to face, St. Francis asked her, my child, what do you want? And Claire could have answered in a variety of ways. She could have said, I would like to follow you in the way of poverty, or I want to become a nun, or I want to enter a convent, and so on. Instead, she truly got it right. My child, what do you want? And she answered, God. She wanted God because she was choosing God as God had chosen her. It's the same choice we're all called to make, to believe in God and to make him the ideal of our life. And an ideal is something you spend your life for, your energy, your time, your resources in order to attain. And this choice, this pursuit of this ideal, which is God, is always new because this ongoing reaffirmation of the choice of God makes us put aside those riches we can accumulate even without realizing it. Those riches are not only wealth, but they can be riches like knowledge, opinions, self-love, social networks, other things. In heaven, where I hope we all desire to be, I'm sure we all desire to be in heaven, in heaven we will be in constant praise and worship of God. And we can and should start to praise and worship him right here, right now, which we are. I think, I hope, we've all felt at some point a deep desire to adore God by praising him 
in the depths of our hearts, in the silence, in the silent presence of his in the tabernacle here at Mass. And adoration, as I said, is reserved only for God. I adore you are words from our being that we can utter only to God. And to adore means to say to God, you are everything. You are my everything. That is, you are what you are. And I have been given the gift, the privilege of life, in order to acknowledge what you are. To adore him also means to say, I am nothing. And we shouldn't just say it with words. To adore God, we need to set aside ourselves and allow his presence to triumph in us and around us. And this implies a constant battle against those false idols that we are tempted to construct in our lives. And here I'd like to make a clarification about saying God is everything and that I am nothing. I'm not saying anyone is worthless. I'm not saying we shouldn't have self-esteem and self-confidence. On the contrary, I'm saying that we are most valuable and worthy when we declare with our whole being that God is our everything. And we have the highest self-esteem and self-confidence when we acknowledge our nothingness in the everything that is God. So I'm not talking about a nothingness of nothing, but a nothingness of love. And there is a very positive approach that helps us to be living examples of persons who live the nothingness of love for the all that is God. For example, if we want to set aside our own way of thinking, we just need to embrace his will, which is shown to us. No, we just need to embrace his thoughts, which are revealed to us in the gospel. If we want to die to our own will, we just need to embrace the will of God, which is shown to us in each present moment of life. If we want to renounce disorderly desires, we just need to bring back to our awareness that God loves you, God loves me immensely, unconditionally, forever, no matter what, no matter our failures, and then to live that love in our hearts towards our neighbors by sharing in their worries, in their sufferings, their problems, and their joys. And living this way, makes us truly grow in humility without even realizing it. And by living the nothingness of ourselves out of love, our lives affirm the greatness of God and show that he is indeed everything. And, the, and this leads naturally to adoration of God. The result of becoming nothing out of love is that our nothingness is then filled by the one who is everything by God, who takes possession of our hearts and of our lives. To be the slave of God and not the slave of passing things is true freedom. To be nothing before God, who is everything, is true happiness. You fool, this night your life will be demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? 
Thus it will be for all who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. So let us be persons who with their lives and their being resound the words of St. Francis of Assisi, my God and my all. St. Francis, St. Anthony of Padua, pray for us. <laughs>